All right. Par for the course on production value. Man, that might have been one of the lowest production values that we've seen. And I see that it's continuing with your rapper shenanigans. Like, uh, and you don't like uh, country music either. I mean, it's okay. Did we? Uh, did you send this back to Carl? I don't see him uh, joining us again. Uh, I did. I, I and I sent it about Peru. Huh. Um, why don't we back out of this one and do another one so Carl can try to join? Oh, there give he is. Here he comes. Just give him one second. To Here he is. He's wee and then he's gonna be in back. So, well, how's your how's your brisket and turkey? Uh, not too shabby. We had nice uh, live music, from Rudy. That was so. really nice. Really nice. Carl, are you back? <clears throat> I have arrived. All right. Well, yes. Hello, Magoo. We didn't. You said you like the Titans, huh? No, I like to grab the points with the Texans, please. You like to grab the points with the Texans. Any logic there? Well, they've been frisky. You know, they beat your Chargers. Okay. Um, this doesn't. The the Titans don't need this game, correct? They do need it to clinch the number one seed. Eh, they're fine. Okay. I feel like uh, I feel like the square logic though is is that reason is they lay the points with the Titans. Um, but what's the spread on this one? I apologize. Plus ten. See, there's your there's your second ten point teaser right there. Okay. So here's my advice to you on this game. If the Chiefs lose, I believe the Titans have the number one seed. So if we're getting to the end of the Chiefs-Bronco game and it looks like the Chiefs are going to lose, that's when you get a bet in on the Texan before the line adjusts too much. Ooh, okay. Okay. So that's my play there. All right, moving on. Uh, The Ravens are hosting Pittsburgh. It sounds like Lamar still might not play. Baltimore minus five hosting um, Ben Roethlisberger's arm. <laughs> no, his arm's falling off, so there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore minus five. Any thoughts here? I like Tyler Huntley. I like Turtles, but what does that have to do with anything? I just think he's really good, and I think, like, you don't get a big drop-off. Oh, unpopular opinion alert between him and Lamar. Oh, my. Um, the Steelers do clinch a playoff spot with a win in Indianapolis loss. And if the Chargers Raiders does not end in a tie. Yeah, nah, the Raiders play, or, uh, excuse me, the Ravens play spoiler. They play spoiler. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm taking the points. Carl. I like totals and I like the Steelers to cover. Wait, you like betting totals? I like totals. Got it. All right, and the Steelers. Uh, Up next, the Cleveland Browns are hosting the Bengals. The Bengals have already announced they're resting a majority of their starters. Cleveland minus six. Baker is out. I think he's having surgery here pretty soon. Yeah, addition by subtraction. Give me the the Browns all day. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals are much without Burrow and Chase. 
So I'm, I'm with you on that. Carl? Yeah, I'm going Browns here. Great. That's clean sweep. Moving on, uh, the Fighting Dan Campbells, the Detroit Lions, are hosting the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay really has nothing to play here for. It is Detroit plus three and a half. Remember when Green Bay had nothing to play for that one year they played the Lions and Matt Flynn and Jordy Nelson, like, lit up the Lions and everybody had bet the Lions because they didn't think they would do anything because they had already clinched the number two seed? I don't remember that. I think this is one of these cases where, like, if you have the bye, you can't rest your players for, like, the whole week because that's just a lot of time off, like, to fall out of rhythm before your next big game of the season. So I, uh, I'm fine laying the points with the Packers here. Stay away from me. It's a stay away. Go with the Packers here. Like, even if they rest their starters, like they just got so much talent on yep. both sides of the ball. Agreed. Detroit, they how much talent Dylan do they name. have? Not yeah. a lot. I bet them in Squirtin and they let me down. Good. Keep it up. All right. Uh, the last 1 o'clock game, the New York football giants coming off of the worst passing performance in the history of the NFL uh, hosting the Washington football game, Giants home dog plus seven. Ooh. So let me hit you with a stat that blew Carl and I away. We were watching uh, the red zone this last weekend. Or no, we were watching the Bears-Giants game. That was like back before it was like totally over and we moved the audio off of it. Uh, There was a stat. Saquon Barkley hasn't rushed for over 80 yards in a game this entire season. Well, he's played three games. That's still surprising. Oof. You thought he was going to be the next Walter Payton, too. He's very good. He has big legs. Carl, what are your thoughts here? Well, well, the winner overall is the the fans because they're not playing. The game's not hosted by Washington at FedEx Field. Yeah, it looks much uh, safer. If, if you didn't watch, a, a piece of railing came down, and a few people got injured, oh and Jalen Hurts was almost injured. He was uh, not Hurts. He was not hurt. Uh, but that railing is now zip tied, so they took yeah, care so of it. Yeah, so it's totally fine. So it's totally fine. <laughs> zip tied it. Harry, I took care of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think both these teams are miserable. Just I'll take the points. Grab the Washington's points better this year. I'm yeah. going with them. All right, four o'clock games. The Buccaneers are hosting the Panthers. AB is no longer a Buccaneer. That was a weird, a weird scene. Uh, Buccaneers minus eight against the fighting Sam Darnolds. What do you think here, Magoo? Has he already left Tampa uh, down there, or uh... Uh, probably? I don't. Or did care. you see him like walking around? I don't care. I. <laughs> If Antonio care. Brown walked into the room right now with you, you would not blink an eye. You wouldn't I would ask him to put a mask on and leave with his fake vaccination card. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm laying the points with the Bucks here. <clears throat> man, I don't know. They just don't look right. Brady ain't going to mess around. 
Uh, I don't know, man. He might be waning by the end of the year. I think I'm going to grab the points. Okay. Carl? I'm going Bucks. Yeah. Good choice. All righty. Four, four, the next 4 o'clock is the Falcons are hosting the Saints. Falcons are a home dog plus three and a half. Ooh, the Saints can actually get a playoff berth with a win in a San Francisco loss. Huh. They better win then. Hmm. Ooh. What an ugly mm. line. Falcons, Saints win by a field goal. I'm tempted to lean. I'm leaning Falcons here, Carl. I don't know. I'm always. I'm always tempted to go with the team that has something to play for. Uh, Yeah, but yeah. So I don't like either. I don't like either pick. I don't like making the pick on this one. But I'll go Saints. Okay. Um, Is it still Ian Book? I'm not sure. If it is, um, I, I like my Falcons pick even more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Up next, the Miami Dolphins are hosting the New England Patriots. The Dolphins plus six and a half. Um, New England can clinch AFC's number one seed with a win, a Buffalo loss or tie, a Kansas City loss, and a Tennessee loss. They can clinch the division if they win and Buffalo loses. <clears throat> I gotta go so with they, Dolphins here. There's same. It it's like one of those games. It's like the Steelers always played terribly on the West Coast, and the Patriots have a really hard time winning down in Miami. That the trip down the East Coast causes them issues. They're not used to the warm weather down here in uh, Southern Florida. I uh, I'm gonna go Pats here. I think. Uh, Brian Flores is a Belichick disciple, and Belichick will know how to scheme against his own style of team. Um, so give me the pats. I'll lay the points. All I'm right. Grab up. the points. That'll be the most heavily bet square game uh, on the card. I'm going square, don't care. Uh, Buffalo Bills, minus 16, a host in the New York Jets, who almost pulled off the upset last week. Um, I believe Buffalo has some stuff to play for, right? Yeah, they have to win to clinch the division. Yeah. I'm okay laying the points with the Bucks here. Jets are not great. Yeah, don't let them play in the Patriots close. Throw you off the scent. I'll lay the points with the Bills. Carl? What's the over-under on that? Is it like... 41 25. and a half. 40, okay. <laughs> 25. <laughs> I mean, I heard I, Zach Wilson was frisky. The Bills are going to crush him. Yep. All righty. And probably the one of the, the better games of the afternoon, the Rams are playing the 49ers. Both teams have a little bit to play for. Uh, it's the Rams minus four and a half. <clears throat> I don't know if we know if it's Jimmy G or – um, Sir Lance Trey Lance. Lance. San Francisco needs to win to get into the playoffs. But the Rams have something to play for. 
See, same thing. I'm going to fade the team that has to get into the win to get in, and I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to probably go Niners here. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm going Carlos. Niners. The uh, the Rams have, like, they've had just a couple glimpses of being, like, really dominant and putting away teams, but most of the most of the season it has not been that. You're and, intoxicated by their, like, flashy plays. This is in uh, L.A., correct? Yeah, it has. Uh-huh. It is. Uh-huh. But the, the Niners and Rams, it's always a, a dogfight. It's always a close game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's why I would go points. All right, two more games to go. The Cardinals are hosting the Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals minus six and a half. Cardinals clinch the division with a win and a Rams loss. Ooh. Cardinals were back when they played the Cowboy, like Cowboys. They look like they righted the ship a little bit. Well, because Kyler ran the ball more. Uh, their right defense ball. looked really good, too. Isaiah Simmons flying around. Kyler, they were doing a really nice job of him buying some time in the pocket and hitting check downs to Chase Edmonds. My prediction for this game is that Russell Wilson is going to be running around a lot. Yeah. Uh, with Cardinals defenders in his face. Yeah. Pete Carroll will try to establish the run to no avail. Give me the give me the Cardinals. I'm gonna go Seahawks. I don't know for what I don't let one week deter me from the you know, the previous whatever weeks. Okay. So but and right. for some reason the Seahawks are like playing hard for some reason. I have no idea why. It's uh pride. You play to win the game. Up next Win and you're into the playoffs. Tie and you're both in. If the Jaguars win, the Raiders plus three hosting the Chargers of Los Angeles. Good one. Yeah. Even better if they both tie after a Jaguars loss. But, uh, man, give me my boy Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert, the player on defense. Um, <laughs> The the analytics driven team, you know I'm here for the Chargers. Come on, can't you see the headline about Gruden leaving and they still make the playoffs without him? No. Ah, uh, I think Waller still might be out. Is Waller? I was gonna say, is Waller back? Because that's kind of a big deal for the. I the think game. he's some Hunter Renfro though, who looks like he could be any one of us, is a, a productive wide receiver in the league. Oh, we're larger men than he is. But yeah. we don't have as big a heart. So. That's true. Magoo, what is, what's your pick here? I'm going to go with the fighting Renfros here. Because mm-hmm. once again, the square side of the week will be... The oh, second yeah. most square side of the week will be the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Carlos? I'm putting my money on a completely unprecedented game where the two head coaches conspire to tie... Oh, yeah. Each Ooh. kick a field goal and then proceed to kneel it out the rest of the game. So oh, the uh, still have to that's win. the Raiders. That's the Raiders. <laughs> if I could have three wishes, it might be that that happened this weekend. <laughs> like, that's what I would use my genie lamp on. Just to play for... to win the game. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the week 18 picks. Are we going to run this back, Carl? Are you interested in? Dialing in for some playoff predictions after this week? Oh, absolutely. 
on some right. Cowboys corral for that game. Oh boy, definitely count that triple C alliteration as we get near the playoffs. Bears corner might be shut down for a while, my friends. So I think we've seen the last of it for a while. Well, but what's um, your final word on the Bears season? It's over. <laughs> well said. Well said. Thanks. Well said. Uh, Magoo, do you have any uh, parting wisdom to leave us with? I always do, but for some reason I can't think of anything. Oh, wait, I got one. I got one. I just thought of one off the top of my head. You can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But, Carl, you also can't win much either. Great job, everybody. Till next week. Good job by you. Yes, hello. What is going on, Magoo? Jay, we will uh, we'll keep this pod going right through this party going through the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, let's uh, we'll have a lot of folks picks. in. Well, yeah, we'll pick each of the games and maybe kind of break them down and stuff. Yeah, but we've Uh-oh. got a big what news. Well, is it Baru? Is it Baru? It's not Baru, but I think we need a quick point of clarification before we go into the introduction of a new <laughs> guest appearance on the podcast called Sharpening the Squares. Our former host, Baru, was concerned about divulging his real name and location and information and all that. So I'll just go ahead and ask Carl, do you want us to use your real name or do you want us to keep your name secret? <laughs> Yes, hello. Yes, hello. Yes, hello. But would you, you can... like to go by Carl or like crazy Carl or, you know, like or, a pseudonym? Or... <laughs> you can call me Carl. All right. Well, all right. So let's get back into the pod. Well, listener, we have a great new guest for you. Uh, Carl, welcome to the pod. What's going on, man? Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. I'm just uh, another yeah. square. Ready to be Great. sharpened by you two. Great. Well, <laughs> you got. You said you have uh, some content that you want to kind of lead us through. So we thought you could go through. You've kind of listened back to some of our earlier in the season terrible production quality pods mm-hmm. and uh, have some of the predictions that we've made along the way. And then I believe you want to talk Cowboys Corner and maybe we'll – I thought actually we could maybe call it like the Cowboys Corral – but we can get into that as we're, we're going through the games for the week. Yeah, we can save Carl's Cowboy Corral for later. Okay. Um, but uh, I actually, this this week, went back and along, I'm sure thousands of other listeners, went to your first preseason pod. And okay. uh, you guys made a number of preseason predictions, so I thought I'd bring back five. Oh, okay. Man. And I would, I'm just going to tell you the prediction, and then you guys see if you remember who went oh, for boy. what, and then we can talk about it. Oh, boy. All right, let's do it. Oh, no. So the very first one, and I'm sorry to do this, Coot, but it was Clemson <laughs> total regular season wins over under 11 and a half. I thought you were going to let us guess which one of us made that. Well, prediction. I'm going to guess my prediction <laughs> on that was, and I'm going to use our one <clears throat> first word, uh, was who gives a shit? Ooh, you only get a couple, or else it goes to an R rating. Yeah. So that was my. Pre- I think that was my prediction on that one. Just an embarrass. You know, 
we I wasn't I was wrong, but I will say we had the defense to go undefeated easily. And who knew? Who knew that DJ was going to be that bad? Like he looked awesome the season before, and there you go. I was wrong. I was wrong. You said over. I said over. What eleven wins? Eleven and a half. So Scott put his money on Clemson being undefeated. Turns out they were pretty defeated a couple times, right? Oh yeah. I mean, in my defense, after the Georgia game, I would have said we'd win eight games. Mm. So I was able to turn that around quickly, that narrative. That's what the guys in the stats biz would call updating your priors. (laughs) I like that one. What's next, Carl? So the next one is uh, one of you picked Big Ben Roethlisberger's arm to fall off. Oh, that was me. I was down on Big Ben this year. Um, It's kind of falling off, right? Like he can't throw the ball very far or hard. Yeah, they have those like cool pass charts now where you can see where every incompleted, completed pass was and Steelers are looking pretty rough. They're looking kind of like Joe Flacco in his last couple years with the Ravens. Big Ben's pass chart looks like he's in a Matt Nagy-led offense. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, so Jason, you were down on Pittsburgh, their offense, and Harris as a running back. And I'd say that that was generally correct. The Steelers' offense. Harris has been pretty good. He's been kind of their bright spot, but – I did. I think I said the Steelers were like a long shot bet to have like the lowest offensive points, um, mostly because I had no faith in Big Ben. Uh, I don't think they will end up being that, but I think the logic was there for that to be a long shot win. Hmm. All right, next Let's pick, see. Jason. Do you remember who you picked as a long shot for worst offense? <clears throat> I think I said Saints, Steelers, and maybe Dolphins. Jags? I didn't like the Dolphins. No, we said the Texans, Texans. were like the the, 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 the like no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, this was one where you guys were split. So, Jason, you said put your money on the Saints as a worst yeah. offense. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Lack of Michael Thomas, new quarterback. You weren't high on uh, Hill. Uh, and Scott Scott thought uh, Jameis or oh, Taysom Hill could do I'm, it. Remember, I'm, I'm a goo, but yeah, go. I'm the third. That's my third name tonight, so that's good. Yeah, Magoo. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, sorry, who did I say? He liked Jameis. You, you had a little more trust. Oh, sorry, I was, re- I was referring. Magoo, I was Scott referring Peely. to a, a friend of mine, someone else. Yep. Um, yep. Magoo, you, you were high on the Saints and their offense being okay. Mm. Uh, but they finished, I think, in the like the lower quarter of offensive yeah. Austin production. Yeah, it's about right. They, uh, losing Jameis was uh, killer, so there you go. PFF has – the Saints as the 27th ranked offense. I mean, so, I didn't yeah. say they would be good. I thought they could be, you know, adequate. But they were, I think they were pretty long odds. Um, 
But yeah, and I, I think, think DVOA has them 24th. Mm. Ah. Ooh, the Steelers were the 29th ranked <clears throat> offense according to PFF. So I was close on both of those. All right, what else we got, Carl? Oh, uh, there was a prediction that COVID complications would hurt one team's season. No. Well, yeah. I mean, Minnesota had to win that game last last week, right, to have a chance for the playoffs. This was a preseason prediction, though? Preseason prediction that COVID complications would impact one particular team. Well, this was Jay talking about the Vikings. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> All over it. All over it. Screw you, Kirk Cousins. This was like the time in the preseason when you're looking for storylines and the Vikings provided because their oh, yeah. coach brought in a scientist to lecture their <laughs> players on the benefits of vaccination and the risk of not being vaccinated. And Zimmer just seems so frustrated. So Jason put them under nine wins because he was he was thinking that they might have to forfeit a game or two. That call. didn't happen, but Kirk Cousins was not there last weekend. Do they have nine wins? No. Well, nine exactly, right? Or eight. No, they're – no, they have uh, they have seven wins. They're they're going to be under yeah, nine. You said that. Oh, yeah, happen. yeah. You said that didn't happen. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure they went under nine. So I nailed that. I had the under on the Vikings, and COVID bit Kirk Cousins at like the ultimately worst time in the entire schedule. Hmm. That was that was, a good, that was a solid that was a solid prediction. Yeah, you guys were were prescient in some of these. Um, the last one is you guys picked this together, but you picked division winners. And then you also went on to make other like the conference champion and, and all that. But I think division winners was interesting. Oh and I'll just read them off. Yeah. This is your combined prediction. So it was Bills, Browns, Titans, Chargers, well, Cowboys, that's- Packers, Bucks, 49ers. Man, that's, that's better than fifty percent, right? You're five of eight. I don't agree with. All, I don't think I. I was not high on the, as high on James on the Chargers. I had the Chiefs that that one. Okay, that's right. That that was one, and there was there was some contention. I had Chiefs. Yeah. Well, man, we were wrong on the Browns. Turns out Baker Mayfield yeah. might not be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember. What were the oh, NFC ones? We had the Bucks, the Bills, and the Packers. Well, what else we say? NFC, but... Cowboys. What are the Bucks? Cowboys, yeah, Packers, only, Bucks. We were your only on the West. there was the NFC West. Yeah. Oh, the Niners. I like the, the Rams, and you like the Niners, mm. so I win that one again. You do win that one. Mine weren't that bad. Where I missed on the Browns, and I missed on. Uh, but nobody saw the Bengals coming, and I guess the Ooh. Titans technically. So, oh, man, all in all, those weren't pretty bad. No. Yeah, your your picks were pretty solid. There are a couple ones where 
you you nailed things exactly, even the storyline. I love it. That I yep, I feel so good about the Viking ones. And I think I was big on was it the Dolphins line under nine and a half or nine? Yeah, you hated the Dolphins. Oh well yeah, I guess it worked out anyway. But well if you were... they, yeah. I was down, they gave us a little the scare. They gave us a little scare there, the, the that run they put together, but uh they are a smoke and mirrors offense. Um, is there anything else you had listening back to the pods, Carl? Well, speaking of the Dolphins, I do encourage everyone to listen back to that particular part of the episode because there was an excellent pun involving Tua's last name from Magoo. So I won't oh. spoil it here. Just everyone go back and check that out. Yeah, listen to hours of nonsense and poor quality. Listening, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, should we get into this week's games? Week 18, the the weirdest yeah. week there is. It's the first week 18 of the regular season ever. And uh, there's a lot of COVID shenanigans messing with this week. And then there's a lot of, like, will the players play or won't they play this week? So uh, it'll be interesting. Um, we have two Saturday games, a slate of Sunday games, and no Monday games. Um, so we kick off the weekend on Saturday. I'm sure Becca will love um, that there's Saturday and Sunday NFL. She's pretty adamant that there's not football on Saturday. Um, but here we are. So the Broncos are hosting the Chiefs Saturday at 430 in Mile High that I guess goes by a different corporate name. A Denver plus 11 and a half. What are your thoughts? The Chiefs, the Chiefs have to have this to clinch number one. Okay. I'm uh, uh, more of a question, uh, but there's no reason this there's no reason this line would be 11 unless they had to have this game. So, yeah, this is our first deep 10 point teaser. Obviously, you're doing. We're going with a 10 point teaser. Yeah, Chiefs. Carl, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean the. The Chiefs are definitely going to win this game. They're a lot more motivated than the Broncos, but they don't care about the line. So I'd, I'd go Broncos to cover with Broncos kind of a scrap, cover. scrappy defensive performance. So it sounds like – so I just – I meant to pull up scenarios beforehand. So Kansas City clinches the number one seed in first-round bye with um, a Kansas City win and a Tennessee loss or a Kansas City tie and a Tennessee loss. So – Really, you know, it's, it, the Tennessee is in the driver's seat here. I think the Chiefs are going to pour it on. I'm fine laying the points. I'm probably here with the Chiefs. Um, that'll be interesting. All righty. Uh, moving on next, the uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, playoff bound, are hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, should we spend a, a minute here in Carl's Cowboys corner? Cowboys corral? Yeah. Let's join the corral. Do you got your cowboy hats and boots, Jay, on? Well, no, but, uh, well, we had a great weekend last. So Carl came out to, to town last weekend for a little <laughs> visit, and I got to watch a game with Carl, which was just an absolute treat. Um, we were in awe of Michael Parsons. But, yeah, Carl, what are your thoughts on uh, the Cowboys as things stand uh, mm-hmm. rolling in? rolling into this weekend. Yeah, I mean, there, there have been times this season where, like, the the talent we have on offense and defense has 
given given me hope of a like a pretty solid playoff run and maybe contention for a for a championship conference championship. But uh, like the last two weeks, <laughs> our performance has been shaky on offense and uh, some some interesting coaching decisions. So yeah. I think uh, I'm alongside much of Cowboys Nation that is just incredibly nervous and scarred by the last 20 years. You're not confident in uh, Mike McCarthy. No, he had some very interesting, <laughs> interesting timeout management in the game against the Cardinals. That uh, well, and he's done that kind of throughout the year, right? Like there have been several times where he could use his timeouts to get the ball back before half, and has chosen not to. And um, he had a history of, of questionable use of timeouts in game management. So he has yet to employ a Madden specialist to advise him. On clock control. Yeah, what the Cowboys do have in their favor is a super deep defensive line that can yeah. get after just about anyone. Yep, which will be interesting against uh, Jalen Hurts this weekend. But Michael Parsons is out. Oh, you took my you took my joke. I was just about to say I have to tip my cowboy hat to the Cowboys for going the entire season. Well, I mean, uh, I didn't take I didn't take your joke if you still just went with it, anyways. Well, I was going to save that for the end when you guys were when Carl was afraid to mention it, and then you didn't want to mention it either. See, but you just you couldn't help yourself. You had to get the, the pun out. <laughs> well, just the just more tongue in cheek, you know. Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah. It was nice, but yeah. So Michael Parsons is out this week. Carl, are any other players out or resting? Tyron uh, Smith. Oh yeah, Tyron Smith. He's been he's played in maybe just two thirds of the games this season. He's okay. he's kind of been hit by a he number of COVID. injuries. He has the bid. Man, and but this game doesn't have really any implications on playoff seating or I guess maybe seating, but no no like buy implications or, or who has a home field advantage for at least the first round. Of the playoffs, right? So the NFC matchup, so the Packers have locked in number one. Um, but after that, there's just a whole bunch of situations. So the, the Cowboys opponent in the wild card weekend is not decided. I think Got they it. could play they could play Eagles, they could play like maybe 49ers in some weird situations. Um, okay. but most likely they'll be up against the Cardinals, who beat ah. them at home last weekend. Yep. Yeah. Fun. A lot of Mike Sorrentinos. I I don't even really know what to do with this game. Like, I don't know. Are they going to play their starters? Are they both going to rest? Are they not going to tip? This could be one of those where they're not going to tip their hands um, because they could play each other in a week. Do you think Vegas skewers these lines for the average better to where they don't take into account the, like, sitting of the players that, like, they want dumb people to come to Vegas and be like, oh, yeah, I can get the Cowboys at minus three when it's like. I, I think I think Vegas's main prerogative is what is going to make them the most money. But I will say this about the, the Eagles aren't, like, as an organization, they're willing to do a little bit of, like, 
game theory, like what's good for them in the long run. You'll remember last season, they just tanked the the last game of the season. It cost the Giants a playoff spot. It moved them up in the draft, and then they made some draft moves. And so now they're in the playoffs, and they're sitting here with three first-round picks. So uh, I I could see the Eagles just resting all their starters to, to gear up for the playoffs here. Yeah, Jason, I think this might end up being kind of a, a game where they just call a vanilla playbook. Uh-huh. Given the potential matchup. And Point the old Tecmo Bowl playbook. Uh, up in A. Yeah, so it might not be the most exciting game. Okay. So maybe maybe spend some time with your significant other instead of watching this one. Carl will be watching, of course. I I have no I have no play on this game. I don't know what to do. No. Stay away. Carl? There'll be a lot of stay aways this week. Well, as a rule, I don't really put money on the Cowboys because my uh, my heart beats my brain. But uh, in this case, pick Cowboys. Okay. Uh, one last question um, before we leave Carl's Cowboy Corral. Um, how about them Cowboys? Yeehaw. All right, moving on. Oh, boy. Sunday, 1 o'clock game. We roll right into Bears' corner. The old, old 1 o'clock, let's hide this turd game in the punch bowl of other crap games. Uh, the Bears are going up to Minnesota, don't you know, um, to play the Vikings. And Minnesota is the home favorite, minus 5.5. So uh, it was just announced yesterday. Matt Nagy said Justin Fields is healthy again. We're going to start him for the final game of the season. And then today they said, Justin has COVID. Uh, so he is not going to be able to go match up against <laughs> Kirk Cousins where he would eventually get COVID anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the Bears are a five and a half point underdog. I think we're getting Andy Dalton. Uh, I think Jakeem Grant was shut down for the year. I doubt Akeem Hicks will play and, what would have been his final year as a Bear. Uh, Robert Quinn set the single-season sack record for the Bears. He's got 18-and-a-half, but I don't think he can catch T.J. Watt, who could break Strahan's sack record this week. Um, I cannot give you any reason to watch this game. I deem this unwatchable. You're watching. I don't think so, man. I think I might just pop up the red zone. Like, I don't... I'm just let's just sim to next season, man. It's without fields playing, like I don't there's nothing exciting here to to really keep an eye on. Well the Bears did enough to save Matt Matt Nagy's job here. Oh no, he's fired. We have one more week of Matt Nagy. What if he wins? This could be the last game for both Matt Nagy and Mike Zimmer. Wait, yeah, what, I think what, Mike what, Zimmer's on his way out too, man. What's the record if the Bears win this game? Uh it seven is, to nine? Who cares? Or that's the, that's a respectable considering. Uh, you know. It would be seven and ten. Um, okay, that's not fireable. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, I, I I don't feel like you've watched or or been in tune with with what's going on with the Bears, despite you but making me rant the about them. Every, they nope. play the Bucks close. Don't forget about the. I mean, there it it, it it just needs to like. Man, this is like the time where we can just like euthanize this current administration running the Bears and 
and hopefully move on to something better. Um, all that to say, I think the Bears are scrappy. I think that Matt Nagy can get people fired up to play for him. I think the Vikings players are pretty done with Mike Zimmer. Um, I think Mike Zimmer is equally pretty much done with that team as well. I I think just take some points here. Okay. I kind of agree with you, actually. Carl? Although I got burned last week. I, I'm going with the Vikings. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. All right. The next riveting one o'clock game, the Jacksonville Jaguars are hosting. The jacuzzi. Yeah, down here. I mean, it's nice in Florida these days. Carl was just down here um, for a lovely weekend. But, yeah, the Jaguars are inviting the Colts down for a swim in the jacuzzi. And uh, the Colts are a road favorite minus 15 and a half. Wow. And that might not be enough after what the Jags did last week. Um, this game contains my favorite playoff scenario. <laughs> I believe if the Jaguars somehow beat the Colts, I believe if that's the case, the Chargers and Raiders can tie and they're both in the playoffs. Wow. Pretty awesome. So if you're the Chargers and Raiders playing on Sunday night, the last game, and you know, like, if we both tie, we're both in the playoffs, you do a, a gentleman's handshake, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you For just sure. go out there and repeatedly kneel the ball, run the clock out, 0-0, zero, zero, move on? Actually correct. Carl, is that what you would do? 100% that's what I would do. And I would love how upset the football purists would be on Twitter and the media. Oh, I see how that's Stephen, a fun scenario. Stephen A. Smith's like head might explode about the integrity of the game. We would get the, the hottest takes on sportsmanship. Oh, just scorching. Like you would have a lot of Herm Edwards, you play to win the game clips would, would come back. Or like the old playoffs, talking about playoffs. Oh man, it'd be it'd be some phenomenal takes. Uh, all that to say, I think I would probably, I guess, lay the points with the Colts because the Jags are really bad. Hold on, Coot, are you in yeah. the country bar? I'll mute myself. I'm ordering. No, I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts and the points here. <laughs> Magoo is in in Rudy's barbecue for the listener. They're wondering what this ambient a, music. He's in a Waterburger drive-through. Can I can I pause it and we'll come back in five? No, this is so good. Let's just keep going. Let's get your order okay. and everything. I bet there's going to be cream corn. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is so bad. But, really but Jason, right. I, I'm with you. I'm taking the Colts in the points. Okay. The it, Jaguars it, have nothing to play for. Yep. And Magoo just texted me the picks for this game, and he is getting a half pound of brisket, cream corn, and coleslaw. Uh, maybe a sweet tea, but we'll find out later. 
Uh, up next, we have the Houston Texans at or hosting the Tennessee Titans. The Texans are plus 10. The Titans need this game for the number one seed. And it sounds like Derrick Henry might be close to coming back, but I imagine they save him for the playoffs. What was the line again? How much are the Titans bringing? Plus 10. I would still take the Titans there. <laughs> I think so, too. I, Carl, I love how poor this production quality is right now. <laughs> it's it's everything good. I dreamed of. Uh, Magoo, do you have anything on the Texans and Titans here? Uh, grab the points for the frisky Texans team. Okay. Hey, uh, what are you ordering, by the way? Fill in the listener. I'm going to go brisket and turkey. Okay. And probably maybe even a half a sausage, regular. <laughs> maybe some you, potato salad. You would do half a sausage. I love that this might be <laughs> our worst production quality to date. <laughs> uh, you know, why, don't, why don't we go ahead and put a pin in it, and we'll come back once you have your food. Okay, we'll, we'll pin it. Okay. <laughs>